Welcome to the Basketball Update. I'm Adam Nazarali. This is the update for April 5th, 2021. This episode, we discuss midseason buyouts and a contract extension in the NBA. But first, we have some NCAA news. So we have our NCAA Men's Championship game this upcoming Monday, April 5th. It is between the Baylor Bears and the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Both are number one seeds, so... I don't remember the last time actually two number one seeds were in the final, but it's, it's been a while. Obviously, last year, unfortunately, we didn't we didn't get March Madness, and the year before we had Virginia and Texas Tech. But this is going to be a really exciting game. Gonzaga is going for an undefeated season if they beat Baylor, and just some preface for the people who haven't watched or really been paying attention to the tournament so far in the final four. The Gonzaga Bulldogs beat number 11 UCLA in overtime off of a Jalen Suggs game winner. If you haven't seen this clip, go check it out. It was fantastic. We'll link it in the show notes, so take a look there. But I only unfortunately got to see the last probably five or six minutes of this game. It completely blanked my mind that the final four games were going on. But man, fantastic showing from UCLA, you know, a number 11 seed, kind of a Cinderella story coming into this tournament, really wasn't expected to see them make it this far. So congrats to them and congrats to the Bulldogs as well. And then Baylor beat the number two seed Houston 78-59 in the other final four games. So if you're, I would say, if, if you're a fan of an NBA team who's in the lottery like myself, definitely check out this final game. And even if you're not, it's always a great game to watch. Some big names to look out for are Jalen Suggs and Corey Kispert on the Gonzaga team. And Davion Mitchell and Jared Butler, I believe the other player is, on the Baylor team. So those are some big names to look out for. All expected to go relatively high in the draft. Definitely first round picks. Next up, we have an article from Howard Beck, which kind of blew up, I should say, in the NBA fan community and kind of his opinion and executive's opinion on midseason buyouts. So I'll just read the quote from the headline here. He says, the Nets just got Aldridge and Griffin for $2.1 combined. It's another inequity for the small markets. You shouldn't be adding to your team this deep in a season without giving things up. You're just helping the rich get richer. And... You know, the, the article references small market executives and, you know, their opinion and, and kind of how, how they're they're fighting so hard, how, how the salary cap and, and how all these things don't necessarily help them. And I think this ends up just being a story of contenders versus non-contenders. I don't really think this is a small market thing because we have seen small markets get some good players for cheap, right? Like Milwaukee a few years ago, they got Brooke Lopez for relatively cheap. The Raptors, when they went on their finals run, they got Marcus Gasol for relatively cheap. And obviously that wasn't a bio, but, but you get the drift, right? Like when contenders are making those runs, they, they kind of get handed a bit to them a little bit. You know, one thing I was doing a bit more research on this and I thought what they could do to kind of change this or, or I don't really know how to word this, I should say, to make it a bit more flexible or, or I should say inflexible for these bigger teams or these contending teams is when guys like Aldridge and Griffin get bought out, they, like let's say 50% of their contract, their previous contract should count towards the team they go to's cap. So let's say Aldridge and Griffin, or let's just say Blake Griffin. I don't know the exact number of how much he was making, but let's say 40 million, right? And he got bought out. 
let's say 50% of that counts towards his next team's cap. So 20 million will count towards his next team cap, even if he's only getting paid 1 million. It will make teams think a lot more about what they're doing and and the buyouts they're getting for guys. And I think it'll just make it more fair for the smaller teams or or you know, even teams like in the middle of the pack, like the Dallas Mavericks, like Aldridge and Griffin aren't going to those teams or you know, the Indiana Pacers. But you know, I don't think that's a small market thing like I've been saying. I think that's an issue of just contending versus middle of the pack versus non-contending. Moving on though, our last bit of news for this week, we have the Milwaukee Bucks re-sign Drew Holiday to a four-year maximum contract extension worth up to $160 million. This definitely surprised me a bit. I did expect Drew Holiday to, to stay with the Bucks for the for a while. Maybe not finish his career here, but you know, I think he fits in really well in that guard spot. I think he fills a hole that they haven't had filled since Malcolm Brogdon left. And I think you know, he struggled in the beginning of the season, but he's, he's definitely coming into his own in this team. But, you know, it's only been four or five months. So I was expecting for him to at least, you know, do a playoff run and then kind of in the offseason, maybe renegotiate an extension. I believe his his current contract had a team option, so they could have kept him for one more year as well. But I think it's a fantastic deal for both sides. You know, it's always nice to see these smaller markets hold on to their talent and keep their talent. And I would really like to see this team win a championship. I mean, you, you don't often see guys like Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday win championships. So, yeah, I wish this team the best of luck and I'll be I'll be rooting for them this playoffs. Honestly, that is all the news for this week. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Nazarelli. You can find the show notes at tbu.ffmi.ca. Look forward to our next episode on Monday, April 12th. Thanks for listening.